0: I think women have a special ability to be able to organize and strategize and be forward thinking that that sometimes maybe men aren't looking in that direction that us women are.
1: Are you ready? You got this, girl. Love Girls, the podcast is all about storytelling and empowerment. Our
2: mission is to share a space for women and girls to talk about the stuff that matters to them most. Love speaks to the support we give each other as we search for our own path to success.
1: L, we can lead the way. O, overcome barriers. V, value each other. E, and empower each other. That's love. Because every girl has a story. And our stories matter.
3: Hey guys, welcome back to Love Girls The Podcast. I'm Delasia, I'm 15, and I go to Central High School. Hi, I'm Bree,
1: I'm 14, and I go to Assumption High School.
4: And I'm Mariah, I'm 21, and I am a current student at Scott Community College and Upper Iowa University. Bree and Delasia, have you ever thought about owning your own business? This is a good question,
1: because when I was in seventh grade, we had to make our own business for like a fun little project and I made my own coffee shop and I love Harry Styles so I kind of made it like Harry Styles themed <laughs> and it was called treat people with coffee because his slogan is treat people with kindness so I yeah. made that yeah. and it kind of really made me like want to start a business but I know that if like I wasn't ready I would like probably freak out about it and, <laughs> and it, I know it's a lot you know?
3: I think it would be fun though but yeah for me I'm not representing myself right now but me and my sister we actually have an online bracelet shop,
4: so we sell those. Wow, innovator, What add (laughs) that to the resume. (laughs) I'm so jealous, (laughs) especially at the young age that you are, I was just peeking into getting more professional. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's crazy. I have had hobbies in the business world, and then I realized I'm just not equipped to being an entrepreneur. But I can say, can you guys imagine owning a business and everyone in your family also owning a business? (laughs) Um, I think it'd probably end very quickly. (laughs) But it would be worth
1: a shot. (laughs) That leads us into our next guest. So today we have a trio with us, uh, Trisha, Fran, and Sarah. Trisha is the owner and stylist at Polished Hair Lounge. Trisha is a native of Davenport and comes from a family of entrepreneurs. With a passion for business and beauty, she opened Polish Hair Lounge on March 1st, 2018. Trisha has 19 years of experience in the cosmetology field and continues to hone her skills in coloring, cutting, extensions, styling, and makeup. She enjoys working on set for photo shoots and has had her own work published several times. While she isn't running her business, working behind the chair or continuing her education, Trisha spends time with her husband, Jose, and son, Luke, as well as her family and friends. Traveling, going to concerts, and great food are also some of her favorite things. Welcome, Trisha. Yay. Yay!
3: <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah Collins is a gal behind What a Gem. And after realizing there was a gap in the market, Sarah created WAG for short, which boasts a curated mix of vintage and modern home decor and gifts. With five years of shop ownership and seven years in the design industry. Under her belt, Sarah's mission is to make decorating your home simple, joyful, and sustainable, along with making gift-giving an absolute breeze. Stop by her break in border shop in Davenport
4: downtown. And Fran is the co-owner of Me & Billy's Kitchen & Bar in downtown Davenport. By day, she's an executive assistant at Deer & Company in Moline, Illinois. Fran opened Me & Billy in November 2013 with her family. She's involved with nearly all aspects of the business, from social media to payroll to menu creation and everything in between. Fran serves as a board member to the Regional Development Authority, as well as volunteering with many charitable organizations in the community. She and her husband, Jordan, reside in Davenport, and they started the At Iowa Date Night Instagram page to share their travels across the state, supporting local businesses and searching for the best craft cocktails, delicious food, and fun events. Welcome Fran, Sarah, and Trisha. Thank you. Thank you for having
3: us. So before we get into the questions, Mm -hmm. it's like a tradition for us to do some fun questions. (laughs) So our game is this or that. The first one is blow up on social media about your business or have food from you that you made (laughs) in a food network.
2: Well. Given that I do not cook personally, <laughs> yeah. I guess I would choose the social media, although I feel like that has some definite downsides to yeah. it too. Yeah.
4: <laughs> okay, never pay for hair supplies again, or never have any rude customers. Oh, absolutely never pay for <laughs> hair
5: supplies again. <laughs> I can deal with rude people all day, every day. It's just kind of part of the industry, but paying for products, oh boy, it adds up so fast.
1: I can imagine. <laughs> Um, would you rather style your home with only things in your shop or never get to ever buy anything life has been in your
4: shop?
0: Uh, you know, I would style everything in my house for my own shop. I mean, I pick it all myself, yeah. so that's true. <laughs> it's going to look good.
4: This one is for all of you, even though it does pertain to hair. Uh. <laughs> Have your hair dyed your least favorite color Ooh. or you never get to dye your hair again in life?
0: I have to go with least favorite color. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, go
4: ahead.
0: Because my hair is super gray. I just have to be completely honest. Mine so. is pretty <laughs> you gray could rock too. the gray.
2: Once it grows yeah, out, it would that's work.
3: True. <laughs> I would There's never color my that hair again. are really again. good in it. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: I feel like since I've never dyed my hair, I think I would never dye it. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, like, it. it. it.
5: yeah. Yeah. You don't even want to start. Yeah. Gray <laughs> fresh to the color game. She. I've only colored your hair what twice now. Yes. So, yeah, Yeah. she's new to it, but I color my hair every three weeks, so (laughs) I would just love to just take that out of my schedule and never do it again. (laughs) Just add, like, colored extensions or get a cute wig. Yeah,
4: that would be cute. I could live the wig life for
0: sure. Absolutely.
4: This one's going to be a hard one. Overcooked food or undercooked food? Oh. (laughs) oh,
0: Undercooked. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. (laughs)
4: Undercooked all the way.
1: Well, when it's overcooked, like... With broth, my mom burns her broth so bad.
3: <laughs> I like pick off the burnt stuff, so I'd have it overcooked so I can just pick off all the burnt pieces. Okay. Yeah. I, I think under- overcooked, cause what if you have like have you ever had doughy pizza? It's, oh yeah. Like it feels <laughs> so like yeah. just slimy and stuff. But what yeah. about like an undercooked cookie? Ooh. Okay. Like that, oh.
5: <laughs> a <different> store. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like raw cookie dough. <laughs> trade shows or farmers market.
3: Ooh,
1: that's a tough one. I've never been to a trade show,
4: but I farmers love market. The farmers market, yeah. Farmers market for sure. Um, this was definitely targeted towards you. Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is hard
0: because trade shows are kind of cool. You get to go and see usually those are like more just to the industry type of shows so you get to see stuff that's like up and coming and trending and like you know things that you you get to see things in real life that you might be shopping for online usually so i have to go with trade shows Mm -hmm. Mm
5: -hmm. even though your vibe is way more vintage it is way more vintage
0: and which you would think would lean more towards the the farmer's market or flea market type of vibe but um trade there's something about trade shows that's just exciting and it gets you planning and looking towards the future and like what's going to be coming it almost kind of like reignites your passion for what you
5: yeah,
3: do exactly
4: can you tell me what inspired you all to start your own businesses
2: oh
0: who's gonna start yeah, i'll
4: start <laughs> um
2: well both of our parents owned businesses while we were growing up so it was kind of ingrained in us Um, and when my husband and I moved back to the Quad Cities from living in Chicago, we um, kind of thought that there was an opportunity uh, for something new and fresh uh, in the restaurant scene and we were really um, interested in opening a space in downtown Davenport and so we started Having that conversation with my parents and a few years later, it came to reality.
5: Um, As far as me opening my own salon, it really kind of stemmed from not ever really finding a salon home that I really felt fully welcomed in. You know, being in the salon industry, it can be very, very catty and it's, you know, it can just really be difficult working with a whole bunch of very strong personalities of so many different women. Um, And although I was very strongly advised not to open my own business, I was the last one out of all of us to do it. And I really wouldn't change it no matter how hard it's been. But I had to follow in everybody's footsteps.
0: And for me, I opened What a Gem as, um, you know, kind of a creative outlet. Luckily, my business is a pop up style, so it really works around with what my schedule and what I have going on, which is really wonderful, but it still allows me to be creative and, you know, have my own business I can uh, pour into and, um, you know, something different and unique for the area, you know, styling vintage things with with modern stuff it wasn't being done when I initially opened so it was kind of a cool concept at the time and I, I love where it's kind of grown to
3: mm-hmm. so it's been said that women can only handle a small business but what do you guys think about that?
0: I think that's baloney <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: absolutely
0: <laughs> women yeah. rule the world
3: let's,
5: let's be honest uh, in the back please <laughs>
0: No, I mean, I think that, you know, you see a lot of um, powerful men up at the top and, um, you know, part of larger corporations and such. But, um, you know, I think women have a special ability to be able to organize and um, strategize and, um, you know, be forward thinking that, that sometimes... Maybe men aren't looking in that direction that us women are. So I think we have something special.
1: I feel like we have a certain sense of like elegance. I think. Yeah. We we Multitask. Yeah. Put it. <laughs> <Unlike men. laughs> we do everything so pretty, and men are just like. Oh. Yeah. Utilitarian. <laughs> 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 yes. Absolutely. So here at LGM, we just hit our 10-year anniversary, and Woo-hoo. we talk about all topics because we are a safe place for girls to grow into leaders and be themselves. Um, if you guys could write for Love Girls, what would you want to talk about?
0: Well, congratulations on ten years! Thank you so much. Oh, that's very Amazing. exciting. And for me, I would say I'm not sorry. I'm jumping in that's again, all right. but um, for me, I would say something I'd talk about to a younger audience would be just about confidence and believing in yourself, and like being able to, um, you know, push that fear or that voice you have in your your head that can tell you sometimes that like maybe you're you're not the right person for that sort of thing to hush up and you know move forward and do something cool
5: um I honestly think that I would write about kindness and grace especially with yourself you know because I think we're all our own like worst critics a lot of the time but you know not only giving yourself grace and kindness especially during difficult times but also
2: showing that to other people because you never know what other people are going through yeah and I think to kind of tack on to both of those ideas, being authentic. Mm-hmm. So I think so many times you can um, be on social media and, and almost get pulled into trends or you know, wanna be something that you're not, but being authentic to yourself is really important. But also a, a big important thing to me uh, in owning a business has always been collaborating with other small businesses and kind of rooting for each other. And there's, there's room in the industry and in the small business community for everyone to um, achieve great things. And, you know, rooting for each other isn't gonna make your business any less if somebody else succeeds and so it's it's just good to support each other i little guess well
5: competition is healthy
2: yeah, yeah community be, over yes. competition i think yeah. Is yeah community uh a slogan for one of those groups that i follow i can't remember which one but mm. I, I really try to live that
1: you might as well take over all of our jobs <laughs> 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 so um, another question what is a goal for your business you want to achieve
5: Survival <laughs> seems to be the first word that comes to mind, you, especially after the last few years. I think all small businesses have really been hit hard, you know, by the pandemic and everything that has come down the pipeline after that. So I feel like survival is mostly key, but just success in everyday life with everything that we try to do and keep it real. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, um, you know, when we open our small business, one of the things there's you know all these different um sayings about businesses don't last past the first year or so many such percentage of businesses don't last past the fifth year so it was all just about survival in those first few years trying to make sure you know those goal lines okay we made it past year one we can do this we made it past year five but it's kind of true
5: because every day is so different it's like you can't really even just prepare for what you think is coming next because it could come out of left field you Mm -hmm. never know what's gonna happen so just figuring out how to pivot which you know is Mm -hmm. kind of one of those terms throughout the pandemic learning to pivot and figure out what to do next and how to make it work in a different world now that we're in so yeah survival tends to (laughs) be what we all circle back to yeah
0: um, I was going to say I, I'm excited just for, uh, you know, a goal of growth for me continually just because I am probably like the, you know, not a totally a numbers person. So for me, when I started doing the business side of things, it was like pulling teeth for me to like look up the reports and check my, you know, and that's kind of been a big piece for me with what a gem and growth is that um, I've started paying attention to those things, paying attention to my social media analytics and being able to see those numbers go up is just super exciting. Um, and I was very fortunate, uh, you know, during the pandemic that I, my business grew. So um, it's one of those exciting times that I want to continue to watch those numbers go up.
1: So um, Trisha, when you talked about like surviving with having a small business and talking about the pandemic, how did that affect your guys' businesses? Because I know like everything shut down and you guys make your own money. So Mm I, like, wonder how did that...
5: Well, it definitely affected all of us so differently. Um, Like, my business was closed for seven weeks. And then when we went back, we had to, you know, perform all of our services socially distanced. But when you're doing somebody's hair, obviously, you can't stand six feet away from them. So we really kind of had to get creative in, you know, where we were placing people throughout the salon and how we were doing our services. Um, But... you know honestly as a family we were just discussing this the other day I feel like the pandemic wasn't quite as stressful for me because just the year prior to that my business had been closed because of the record-breaking flood that we had had down here yeah and you know I almost felt like during the pandemic since everybody was going through the same thing it was a little bit more comforting to me knowing that okay we can all kind of lean on each other whereas in You know like during the flood time it was so different and so unknown that that was a lot more stressful for me personally but you know we all again kind of turned to one another and we were like okay what do we do how do we make this work you know at one point me and billy we were all down there making cocktails for them to sell you know that was yes to go cocktails Mm -hmm. i mean my business luckily we didn't have to do a whole heck of a lot of changing but it was just really the social distancing thing that was the biggest struggle for us through that.
2: Once we returned to the salon, for the restaurant industry, uh, we found out with about sixty minutes notice that we had to close. It was on St. Patrick's Day, which can be a really big day for us. So yeah. we knew, you know, we knew something was coming, and but there were so many unknowns. So our business model didn't lend itself to. Doing takeout food, so we decided as management team to close our doors. We ended up being closed. I think about ten weeks. I'm surprised the number of days is not ingrained in my brain. But um, and during that time that we were closed, uh, I kind of I had this idea to support small businesses in the community on our social media. So instead of posting about being closed or just kind of going silent on social media we were going out and supporting all the restaurants and places that did stay open and posting about them on our, on our Instagram and Facebook pages. We did a lot of kind of throwing mud at the wall and seeing what would work and that didn't work. Let's not do that again. Or okay, two to go cocktails worked. We'll do that once a month or whatever it was. So, um, but for us things still aren't back to normal. We still are operating uh, with a smaller staff um, a limited menu, limited hours, uh, supply chain issues. So the effects of the pandemic are still um, having an impact on our business. So, yeah, yeah. you
1: guys aren't the only one. Right, mm-hmm. definitely. So and yeah.
2: something to feel a little bit. Yes. About, but so still the uh, there's that solidarity. And we, in and there. we survived. I, I feel like we got through the worst of it and um, with a lot of help along the way. Uh, but we would like to get back to some kind of normalcy but we'll see when that happens
0: and for me with what a gem um i had quite the opposite experience i, I did close for a while um but i had my best record-setting year of sales <laughs> in 2020 so it's an anomaly it's not normal i i'm totally aware of that and i'm very fortunate i think people um you know, during the pandemic and when they were sitting at home and felt like they couldn't go out to restaurants or you know what have you, they turned to being able to shop locally. So um, that was a, a big thing for me and uh, it worked out well. So actually t- 2020 is kind of my year to beat always. So <laughs> uh, very, very odd, very, very different experience from both mm-hmm. of you, but um, that is why it kind of affected us all so differently.
3: There are some myths about owning your own business, like you have to have a lot of money. (laughs) And what are some myths that you guys found are not true? Well, I would
0: say um, for my business, which is, again, What a Gem is, a small pop-up style shop, um, I started with practically no money. Um, so don't let that stop you. If you have an idea and you can make it happen and get it open and get family and friends supporting you, I would say that you have a fighting chance. So as long as you're willing to, you know, roll up your sleeves and do the hard work and maybe get a little um, resourceful at times, um, you can you can start to make things happen. And then, you know, you know, a big thing that I think that a lot of people – think about when they're opening a business and in some businesses, this is the case, but you know, it's all or nothing at the go. Um, and it's not necessarily that way with, especially, you know, in a format like retail, um, you know, you can grow and continue to build upon your, upon your brand and your inventory and, and people will keep coming back because of, you know, your relationships with them and their customer experience and not because you have the, the most, inventory in town. Um, so I would say you don't necessarily need a lot of money. You just have to have, be able to work hard and make connections.
4: And talking about relationships, I have been able to grow a relationship with all three of these fabulous ladies. <laughs> I am a person who likes to shop local as well. And so I took it upon myself to at least support one of them during the pandemic and then it turned into all of them. (laughs) But um, at Love Girls Magazine, we work a lot with hairstylists and makeup artists. Trisha, being in the world of beauty, what are some trends you want to see go bye-bye and some that need to stay? Oh, wow, that's a really loaded question.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Well, because everybody, you know, they have their own aesthetic and they have their own vibe. And, you know, I always encourage people, really just do what you feel is authentic to you and your look. Because there's so many women who, you know, they reach a certain age or, you know, they start to have children and they're like, well, now I have to have the mom bob, right? And it's like, (laughs) no, if you want to have long hair, go for it. If you want to have blue hair, do that too. Do whatever you want. Do whatever feels most authentic to you. So just like the stigmas that are associated with This is what I feel like I should do at a certain point in my life. Or, you know, if you are an executive somewhere and you feel like you can't have fun hair because you're an executive, that needs to go. Um, also, really chunky highlights can go away too. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there, uh, there's so many trends that are ever changing. And again, as long as uh, you feel confident with whatever trend that you're rocking right now, I said, go for it. I don't necessarily want to see anything go away other than, like I said, chunky highlights and the stigmas. <laughs> so you're
4: talking about like the cap highlights? Is that? That's
5: part of it, but I hate to throw really this out painful. there. Oh yeah, it's like, incredibly painful. Ugh. But no, like the Kelly Clarkson <gasps> from the first oh no, first yeah. those are so season. cute. The Christina Aguilera, like <laughs> the <laughs> black yeah. and white. Yeah. I really
1: like that because I like the old like Y two K stuff in, like, yeah. 2000s I know it's coming back,
5: but it's impossible to get rid of. It's really? so hard to recreate. Yeah, it's just it's difficult. I actually had done a class with um, an educator, and he's the one who did Kelly Clarkson's hair like that for Ooh. American oh, Idol, oh, and sweet. he's like. I apologize to all the stylists (laughs) (laughs) he's like that will
1: literally never die (laughs) thank you for that (laughs) so Fran I love me and Billy's my mom used to work there as I was telling you (laughs) earlier my favorite is the grilled cheese just saying if you could name a dish called the Fran
2: what would it be? Well, there is a, a dish named after oh, me. Oh, really? Actually, yes. Really? And it's called the Franny Burger. Oh, that's and cute. Paint a picture. Yes, yes <laughs> a burger with American cheese, <laughs> our cheese curds. Oh, my and God. And cheese <laughs> dipping sauce. Oh, my. So, as you can tell, I have a little bit of an obsession with cheese.
3: <laughs> now I gotta tell my mom to go to me and Bill's. <laughs> Sarah, what a gem probably lets you travel to find new jewels for your clients to decorate their homes. And what is your favorite find and or your hardest find that you had to find for your shop?
0: Sure, yeah. Um, I I am like a treasure hunter. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I—it's funny. I get pretty uh, attached to things, and even when I'm shopping, it's just like I don't even have to think about it. It's just a feeling. Like I'll just pick things up. I'll see what I want, and I—you know—and it's almost just like an instinct for me when I find really cool vintage pieces, whether that be, you know, like. A really cool glassware set or you know some really special brass candlesticks or something like that i i always say if it goes to someone that i know and i go it's going to a good
3: home mm-hmm.
4: magazine, we all wear a lot of hats, meaning we all do a lot just like business owners. What are some of the hats you wear outside of being a business owner that you'd like to share with us today?
2: I feel like it all kind of is rolled together in some messy, you know, conglomeration for our life. Like there's no separation between me as a business owner versus me personally, versus me and my, you know, it's just all kind of together. So when I, um, volunteer or when I sit on a board of an organization or something, I kind of take that experience of being a business owner and, you know, doing social media or payroll or all those different things that I have to do for the business. And I let that kind of, um, lead me in those other roles of my life.
5: Um, Well, for me, the most important hat that I wear outside of work is being a mother. I have a really amazing 15-year-old son that has a very exciting music career, you know, kind of coming to light, so that really kind of becomes all-consuming to me. But like Fran said, like, there's really no, you know, you shut off your business side of things, you know, when you walk out and you close the door and you shut the lights off for the day, that's when the extra work starts, you know. you're you know, trying to figure out new ideas that to, like what Sarah was talking about earlier, how to grow your business and how to change and keep up with the times and you, you're doing your social media and everything, so.
0: Well, and I think that is part of what you hinted at at the beginning, Mariah, was um, you know, our whole family is small business owners, so um, it's hard for us to shut that off. So sometimes when we are out with our whole family and, um, you know, husbands or boyfriends are like you're talking business again uh-huh. and it's like okay thank you like it's a good reminder to be like okay we need to shut that you know if, if we can it always works its way back into the conversation but yeah. like shut it off for a little while let's just enjoy each other's company and um
5: yeah. so when it's so all-consuming to all of our lives it's you know it's good. hard to
0: yeah mm-hmm.
5: put it away <laughs> for even a little bit yeah
0: yeah my
3: other cat is I'm a dog mom
5: Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's (laughs) super important.
3: (laughs) So, what are some of the newest trends or looks you guys are excited for to try in your businesses? For me and Billy, I
2: am really seasonal when I think about, you know, new menus. And right now, we're working on fall cocktails. So, you know, the pumpkin and the apple flavors and those those kind of things are on my mind. In the salon world, I mean, trends
5: are always changing. You know, people go darker in the fall, lighter in the summer. Extensions are a huge thing right now. So it really is just like I was saying earlier, being more authentic to yourself. So we just try to help people embrace what they want to do next and what's going to make them feel the most beautiful. So we're always just trying to kind of stay on top of, you know, all of our education so that we can do that to the best of our abilities for all of our clients.
0: Yeah, and for um, What A Gem, I would say I, I do kind of have to focus on trends and what's kind of cool and upcoming, so I like to always be looking ahead. Um, I mean, social media is a great tool for that, um, but also being able to look at some of my um, my vendors that I work with to see what, what they're putting out. And again, I, I always say I, have a, I just have a feeling, so sometimes it's like I feel like this type of thing is going to be Yeah, it's almost like forecasting. Like this is gonna be the next big thing. Like how checkered patterns really big right now. Like knowing what that next thing is gonna be and being able to bring that in and, and style it so it looks cool and people want it in their their homes or to give
3: it or wear it or whatever it would be.
4: Before we end it, is there any last message you'd like to share with any girls or women out there inspiring to own their own businesses? Any um, advice you'd like to give them? Um, As cheesy as it sounds, just do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, why not?
5: Throw a caution in the wind, see what you can do. You know, you never know what you can do until you try.
2: You you really want a really well thought out plan. And again, not to repeat myself, but to be authentic. You know, Don't just do something because it's trendy or or you think it looks fun or cool. You really have to um, be authentic to yourself for something to succeed.
4: If you love it, do it. You guys are inspiring and I'm so excited to see what's going on with your businesses. But for our listeners out there, where can we find you on social media?
2: Me and Billy is on um, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, we haven't ventured out into any of the newer socials yet and uh, we're just simply me and billy kitchen and bar
5: and then for polished hair lounge we are on facebook and instagram at polished hair lounge qc and then we also have the
0: same website as well and for what a gem um follow us on instagram always posting our pop-up dates on there um our handle is what a gem davenport and then also, you can shop some of our newer items online at shopwhatagem.com.
4: Perfect. All I know is the Love Girls team needs to take a trip to all of your businesses because <laughs> yes. they are super cool. Please do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> us on love girls the podcast make sure to keep up with us on social media platforms follow love girls magazine on facebook youtube instagram and now tiktok you can follow us on all of our social medias to support our mission because every girl has a story